that's why when everybody's naming my fans now, I'm like, oh, what happened? Welcome back to another episode of Boys Love Mariah. I am your host, Frankie. And it is me. I am Huey, the elusive black butterfly. I never get tired of hearing you say that. Thank you. <laughs> I never get tired of saying it. I like, I was really excited when I made it up. I thought it was so catchy and so cute and so witty, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with you, but at the same time, you know. Beauty is subjective. Don't do that. I'm kidding. You know I love you. <laughs> How are you, friend? Doing good. Doing good. Um, yeah. It's midweek. Um, life is kind of crazy. There's a lot of changes happening and a lot of things I got to get ready for. Moving back in with an old roommate at the end of the month. So kind of looking forward to it. But at the same time, I'm like, ugh. I don't because I lived with them before, I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if any if anything's changed. Understandable. Well, it's spring, you know, new seasons, new beginnings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so on this eight-hour diet cool. too. <laughs> it's so cute when you say that. How is that going for you? Um. Okay. So it's been I think two weeks since I've been on it, and after like a week and a half, I kind of noticed a little change in the way certain shirts would fit around my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't as tight as some of them had, you know, slowly become to, to be and, um, certain towels, uh, wrapped a little bit differently around my waist. So I feel like if I keep at it and just start cutting back on, on sweets and some, you know, starchy carby things, then I'll probably see a little bit more of a change. Nice. It, it's fun. Um, like as soon as I do it, but. I've been like slipping lately on and off, mm-hmm. but I'm getting my shit back together because I just want like this last little bit of belly fat to go away um, because I'm over it. I've had it for long enough. I've embraced it. We had our fun together, but <laughs> now it's just time for us to part ways. And then like this little roll of back fat needs to go. Um Again, I've had fun with it. I've embraced it. You know, we've had our fun. It's been grabbed and stuff when appropriate. <laughs> uh, fun times at Ridgemont High. But it's time for hmm. it to go. Um, I'm ready for a new aesthetic. Uh, and I want to fit some older clothes that are really cute. And I'm slowly getting back there. I'm at a 32 now. So, Oh, my God. I would sacrifice all the animals to be 32. I was coming. I was pushing back up on a thirty-eight, um, and then between working out and intermittent fasting and cutting out the weed and the alcohol, um, and just managing my stress better, uh, and, you know, it just dropped off. Mm-hmm. And I, I gotta say, I was because the battle of Antietam has just been happening on my face lately. I just need to stop because I have things to do and I can't be looking like pizza face. <laughs> never that, never that. I gotta say, I was always a fan of Thick Huey, though. I was a fan of him, too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, see, it just changed. Mad things rearranged. It was time for something different. I get tired of aesthetics quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, I'm searching for the one that's like, okay, I'm comfortable here forever. I have yet to find it. I was really skinny at one point. Um, like twinkish skinny. Uh, and then I had my little thickness going on, which is cute. (laughs) 
and you know i i want to see how a more tone look you know get goes on me and who knows yeah. i might like that one um either way i just want to be more fit i want to be able to do the most with my body uh you know that's lifting running all that stuff mm-hmm. and whatever aesthetic falls in lines with that with those abilities i'll, I'll be happy with uh i just want to be healthy and in shape same same i mean i don't know what body the beach is gonna get this year but it's definitely gonna be a slightly different one than last year <laughs> you know I'm, I'm not i'm not worried about what i'm bringing and as a f- nigga physically anymore you know i want to make sure that i'm bringing a healthy partner to the table <laughs> nothing wrong with it a partner that's you know in shape and you don't have to worry about my heart health or my cholesterol, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just got to worry about my craziness. <laughs> and that in and of itself is a lot. Oh, man. You don't, got <laughs> time to, you don't got enough time to talk about that. That sounds like another conversation. It sounds like an off-mic conversation. Listen, I can talk about a lot of things for a long time that I probably <laughs> should not. Um <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a word of the week? We do. The word of the week is intrinsic. What's uh, mean? Belonging naturally, semicolon essential. Ooh, so should I go ahead and use it in a verse real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> One of my favorite songs, by the way. What can I say? I had a little extra time, so I figured I might as well explain. A couple little things to you that you probably never knew, like you'll always be an intrinsic part of me, even though life goes on. Maybe if you really need me, maybe just reach out and touch me. You don't ever have to be downhearted again. If she hurts you, she's a death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta do us. Never mind. I gotta go there. Um, she's a devil. <laughs> that was. Oh, I've said that so many times. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ad libs of any song. <laughs> <laughs> we got like a jazzy hood Mariah on subtle invitation. Um, but we'll talk all about that uh, on this episode because this week's episode, we're going into charm bracelet. Yes. Uh, and also I, I want to um, preface this by saying I'm no longer going to rank my albums anymore because as I was listening to Charm Bracelet, it's like I don't know where I would rank it because I love it. It's it's only two. Okay, it's three that have definite placements. Emancipation is number one, Butterfly is number two, and Rainbow is number thirteen. <laughs> Other than that, everything else fluctuates. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, we're gonna get into Charm Bracelet and what we love, what we hate. Um the weirdness, the it just the overall pack package. Um, but before we get into that, let's hit them with the music box. Tell them what we've been uh what we've been blasting in our speakers for the past week. Okay, so I realized that we skipped over something, and it's been in heavy rotation with me lately. Um, I still believe. I still believe. Oh, well, because you don't like her covers. But I love that song. Um, I, I told you, I keep saying every episode, I have to retract that statement because I spoke too soon. You did. You definitely did. And I still believe is, I feel like even though it is a cover, it was, you know, from the lovely Brenda K. Star, Mariah Carey kind of made it her own. Anyway, so that song has been in rotation, um, as well as, um, but now there's nowhere to hide since you was my lover's side i'm oh. out of my head hopelessly devoted to you hopelessly devoted to you uh, only because she covered that song 
<laughs> she did. She did it live with Olivia Newton-John. Uh, so both of those have been in heavy rotation. And then because of Hopelessly Devoted to You, Grease has been heavy on my spirit as well. Uh, that's actually the, few, the first musical that I remember seeing. Really? On and the first one that I was like, oh, I lo- I like these. I like these where they just randomly start singing in the middle of nowhere. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, Greece holds a special place in my heart. Uh, so yeah, those are my three. Okay, that was I think the, easy. Yeah, I think the first musical I ever watched was probably West Side Story, and I really loved it. And I want to actually, I, I should buy that digitally. Um, because I think it might be on streaming services, but if not, I'll I'll find it. Because I I used to love that um I love that movie, but I uh, seen it yeah, forever. Oh, it's been such a long time, but um yeah. Now shout out to the iconic uh, Rita Moreno. Yes. Uh yeah no so bringing it back to my music box um I'm gonna fuck up this name I think it's Theophilus Theophilus. Theophilus London and Tame Impala have a song out called Whiplash, and it's very, very, it's like 90s hip-hop, but if we brought the 90s hip-hop to the future, it's, um, check it out, it's it's really dope, um, I love anything with uh, Tame Impala's name in it, and they also have a song that they did together called um, Only You, where he's singing on it, um, so definitely check that out. Uh, number two is... The One by Betty Who. I don't know if you know who Betty Who is. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a she's a pop singer. And I really like her style because she has like a real 80s kind of 90s vibe without sounding like, um, without sounding dated. Like it's, a, it's, a, it's like a cool vintage kind of thing. Um, so she has a, a song on her new album called The One. And it sounds just like a NSYNC, Britney, Backstreet Boys kind of record. Um, with like the same kind of production and lyrics and it's just it's just really dope um so make sure you check that out and last but not least there is a lovely artist by the name of drix um i've had the pleasure of conversing with him tweeting back and forth um and i told him you know once i'm in the la area we're going to do a photo shoot but uh he has a song okay we'll make it happen (laughs) um but he has a song on his album called Player Three. It's called Like Me. And it just ha- it has like a real 2000s R&B vibe to it. He has a really good voice. So make sure you check him out. He's also a really, really nice person. So tweet him. Um, he'll most likely tweet you back with some happy face or, you know, just some positive message. So <laughs> shout out to him. Um, yeah, make sure I tell him. cover of Portrait. Yes, he uh, sang Portrait on... Uh, he, he sings a lot of songs, just I guess, uh, randomly. Would you call it a cover? or It's a quick little snippet. Yeah. <laughs> he sounded great, regardless. Yeah, he has a great voice. He's super talented. Um, and I do plan on, you know, meeting up with him one day and, uh, you know, vibing out. So, yeah. So, make sure you guys check out our Music Box playlist on Spotify. We're going to be adding, you know, these songs onto the playlist and maybe some extra ones uh, just for just for the just for the hell of it. Yeah. We have vast music interests. So, hey. Very, very much. The thing yeah, that brings us know. together is uh, is the one and only Miss Mariah Carey, who also, I know we're going to talk about Charm Bracelet, but she just released the Anono video, and it's Maybe. very cute, very colorful. Something about this color scheme is like it's my favorite thing now. This blue, pink, purple. It's color very scheme. much like my style of photography, which makes me happy. Like I love this, uh, and the video was amazing. There was no Cardi B, and hey, we didn't need it clearly. She carried the the them 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 twins was in it. Uh, fine niggas dancing on trains. Ooh, you got I got you got you got to find out who he is, Huey, the homeboy in the yellow. That's all you. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, just find him out. Just send him my way. Tell him, tell him I got somebody for you. Even if you got somebody, I got somebody better. I'll do that. I will. That <laughs> that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate wingman. Hey yo. 
I don't know if you got somebody, but if you do, I got somebody better. My homie over there, he's been checking you out all night. I mean, here's his number. <laughs> I feel like that's like a I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning the the scene in my head, and it's just going all types of wrong because I just feel like as soon as as soon as you uh, finish chatting with him or tell him to look over, it's a it pans to a shot of me eating mozzarella sticks at the bar <laughs> with the cheese just dripping, it's like. right, right. <laughs> dropping on the floor, me looking around before I pick it up. <laughs> You're like Frankie, come here! Oh, oh, Walk, walking over, wiping marinara sauce off my mouth. <laughs> in a very just unflattering hey that means they see you at your worst <laughs> get that out the way early shit right <laughs> how do we oh, get here man. how did we, I don't know oh no no that's why that's what it is <laughs> uh, but yeah it's a cute video she added whistles at the end of it um, where where can I find that version <laughs> I don't know see part because Jermaine Dupree um, posted a video saying that, you know, the remix should be coming, but he wants the, I guess, I don't know if it's he or the real, the label wants, you know, the record to get buzz and to, you know, get big because that's how you usually do it in the 90s. I'm like, well, we're not there anymore and things are different. So you should have just gave us the remix a while ago. Yes. Uh, because people knew the song prior to the album even coming out. So we knew half the fucking album before it came out. <laughs> so yeah i mean granted you never know we could get a remix video um uh, she's she's done that before so yeah why not um i'm but, excited though i lived it's cute it's a cute video it's definitely one of those that you can kind of play on a loop in the club yeah i like how when she say irregardless she did the little uh air quotes right she's like i know it's not a word shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I have a vocabulary, bitches. Um, right. If I gave you intrinsic, I can give you a, a irregardless. Listen, and although uh, sequins are not intrinsic parts of my life, um, <laughs> Mama looked good in them them gowns. Oh my god, um, she was killing the it. Look, it was like the looks were just price, like look after look, a- each one was good for me. I, I felt them all. Definitely. I felt them all. It was a, it was a really cute video. But uh so the reason for the season, charm bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> One of the oh, man. Uh, a great work. I actually consider this her four. And it's kind really? of weird because Beyonce came out after, but you know what I mean. I mean, this was definitely an album with a lot of different colors, a lot of different, um, you know, just sounds that we kind of knew Mariah Carey for. But, I, you know, we're definitely not going to agree on this. I can I can already tell That's um, because there's this is like to me, it's almost like a rainbow. Like there are certain things it's better I than love. Rainbow. Don't you dare. I agree, but there are certain things on this album that it's not that I hate them, but they just don't do anything for me. And then there are stuff that I love and kind of stuff that is in between, you know, um, with Rainbow, there was like, I hate this, love this, um, love everything else, hate this one too. Like this, so it's a, it's, it's a little weird, but I liked the fact that it felt like almost like there were different acts in the album, but yeah. One of my least favorite things about it is the track listing. Um, I've always been critical of those things because, you know, I artists want you to listen to their albums from beginning to end. Excuse me. So the fact that it was kind of like, okay, we're going to give you this R&B. We're going to give you these vibes. And then we're going to give you jazzy gospel. And then we're going to bring you to the West Coast and then bring it back with some rock and R&B. So it was it was it was a little weird, but we're gonna get into it. Um, how how do you want to start this? You want to just list our favorites and our least favorites, and then we'll just take it from there, or do you want to want to start from the beginning? I mean, this album really didn't do much outside of being released. So <laughs> there's no like award <laughs> stuff, or like even charting wise, it it wasn't too big of a thing. So. It's, it's no big stats to really talk about. Uh, it came out, what, 2002? 
uh yeah december 2002 um you know so by the time everything was kind of even released or if by the time it really made impact it was really 2003 um yeah. debuted debuted at number three on the billboard 200 um so 241,000 copies in the first week which you know obviously isn't bad compared to what their what the albums sell now yeah. but um you know this was like her kind of like her return ever since uh ever since glitter yeah and it was because at this point she wasn't on the label but when she started she wasn't on the label this is after she left virgin mm-hmm. um so there was no label pressure for her to do anything uh, to me, at least, that's how I perceived it. And I mean, even like she says, like this was one of her most personal albums. Um, and I mean, you can kind of hear it. And I feel like it, it was the first time where she had the creative control that she really needed, and was able to do what she wanted to do, and had the time to do it. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I could, I, it's the what first Rainbow time I should have been, but I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that because this was, you could definitely hear the difference in like the songwriting. Like this was really, really personal yeah. compared, to, compared to a rainbow or, um, you know, or even glitter, like glitter obviously had, was a, was a bit of a concept album. So you weren't going to get, um, the full on Mariah Carey, uh, you know the the pen that she is known known for, right? Even she said it's, it's a soundtrack, right? Right. Um, Girl, it's your album. <laughs> but um, you know, I think this one, this time, this time around with Charm Race, I think she really wanted to kind of make it known that she makes R and B music. Um, yeah, she has like these little like pop influences when it comes to making melodies or song structure, but she's very much an R and B artist. Um, that likes to incorporate different things into, um, you know, the structures of her albums and her songs. Yeah. So, you know, but there's just a lot, you know, the first single through the rain, which, um, I guess people, I, from what I used to read that this was like a hero part two for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and, it, and I can see that it was, yeah, I thought, you know, I, I actually, I love the song. Um, I love the video. I thought the video was really, really, um, emotional it was yeah 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 um although it it was a little bit funny (laughs) if i remember the scene correctly in the beginning where um the young girl is running away from the mom and the mom tries to grab her arm and the charm bracelet falls on the floor and she's like i hate you or something like that (laughs) so i feel i gotta check it out i haven't watched it in a long time but i remember thinking like I'm like, pick up the charm bracelet and keep it moving, bitch. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if you, like, are arguing with somebody and they grab you, you drop your hat or you drop your wallet, you're like, I hate you. And not go back to pick it up. <laughs> um, oh, but she man. didn't want that to be the first single, right? I feel like I, I heard her say that. I think the one was supposed to be a single? I think that was. But I, I feel like I remember her saying something along the lines of, I think I guess it was Island, or whoever thought it would be good to have that as a first single because of all that she had been through prior to. Yeah, I think they definitely made that a kind of like a marketing strategy because yeah. you know as she as she went on to perform that, and I think it was my saving grace as well. There was like this big montage of like the headlines from the previous years and. um you know, it kind of made sense. Obviously, everyone loves a comeback. And, you know, for her, this was kind of like the almost like the the first one, but it wasn't like the real comeback. You know, that's what Emancipation of Mimi was. That was like, bitch, I'm back and I'm not going anywhere. Charbracer was more like, I'm back, but I'm probably not going to appeal to the same audience as I did with Music Box. Right. Like I said, it was her four. Yeah. To me. I yeah, that, I mean that makes sense. I I don't disagree with you with that. Um, but I think it's it's hard for me to compare that because it was like you know because I'm comparing Beyonce's like Beyonce doesn't have as many albums as Mariah. So no, that's I why feel I said like, it is kind of a weird thing. But like just concept wise, and uh, I guess we're, like as far as it being a, a defining moment in her discography, 
where it's not super duper radio friendly, but there is a greater sense of control um, and more personal expression as opposed to making sure that, oh, this is going to chart or all that shit. Right. And uh, I mean, it, and it, I feel like it, it did all that, but it also showed her versatility. Right. Um, and we knew, and we knew that, but this was like her versatility as an R&B artist. Um, but also, you know, showing her personality as well. Yeah. And it was dope. It was, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this album. <laughs> I, th- I enjoy it overall, but there are just, I, um, but at the same time, when I, when I think about Charm Bracelet as an album, I'm like, I just wish I could change the track listing a little bit because yes. like it, it's just, a, it's just a little weird. It but, plays like um, a playlist. Yeah, that's that's kind of reminds me what it is. It's like you know, I'm I'm in the mood for some you know for some R and B, and then I'm in the mood for like this gospely kind of stuff, and then West Side, they're going to play some Ice Cube, and then bring it back with some jazzy R and B rock, <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to hit you with a remix with Kelly Price. <laughs> she screams her titties again. As always, <laughs> I do not like that remix. Um, it was a mess. But uh, speaking of messes, I think we should just get straight into it. Let's go with our our favorites and our least favorites off the album. Do you want to start? Sure. Um, I will start with my least favorites. All right. Uh, this is one of those albums where picking my least favorites wasn't too easy. But it was easy, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, the Through the Rain remix. It was nice. It was cute. I just didn't need it. <clears throat> so that one, um, eh. Next up, I would say I Only Want It. Okay. I, like I understand. It. I like it. But eh, I feel like that was a... a I don't know. It was very much like after tonight's cousin. It was after tonight and my all. Like it just. But we all know who day. the supreme was in that in that trio. <laughs> my all. <laughs> and that's just what it, that was the never mind. Anyway, so those two, and then my last least favorite track, I would probably have to say is. Mm, I'm like. Cringing and shaking. Mm, I'm going to say you got me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Again, and it's one of those things where, again, the, the mastering of the track. is just yeah. like, y'all didn't normalize these or nothing. It just sounded all over the place. It didn't sound done. It, you clearly didn't record it together in the same studio. Like one of y'all had a Casio <laughs> and the other, the other one had like a Sony or some shit. Like one recorded I, like, on the Mac and one recorded on PC. Something. <laughs> it was. It didn't. It, it sounded like a mixtape. Yeah, it literally to me it sounded like they were in the studio and they were just kind of like playing around with like a session or something, and they just kept it. Yeah. You know, it didn't seem like something that they really thought up, like thought through when it came to to the collaboration. Because when you got somebody like Jay Z who gave her, you know, the heartbreaker, you were kind of expecting like a bigger record um, instead of this. This to me was like the definition of filler. Jay Z and Mariah owe us another uh, collab where they're on the like equally and and this properly mixed and mastered. They owe. They have not given us one. <laughs> to my knowledge, because Heartbreaker shake it off, remix? wasn't done. I don't want a remix. I want a, a real song. <laughs> I want a a, um, a a decent album track that could stand as a single, but it's so good that you keep it as an album track. That's what I want. Uh, make it a title exclusive. I don't care. I have it. I'll stream it. Make it enough. <laughs> <laughs> say, wait 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 this ain't enough <laughs> make it enough <laughs> <laughs> yes I did <laughs> um, oh my god I love that movie 
He's like, get, why don't you get up and cook? Or, or <laughs> clean, clean this up. <laughs> oh, man. But um, so my, my top three tracks from this album. Number one, Subtle Invitation. As we were singing before. It's such a great song. It's so jazzy. And I like how at the beginning, it's like that. Uh, I need to stop saying like, uh, and um. I'm, Doing my best. It's that <laughs> You're a work in progress, my friend. It is. I'm I'm slowly becoming more conscious of it. Uh I keep listening to old stuff. And I watch some old episodes of Aquaman Night Jams. Oh my gosh. Horrible. <laughs> I had no business on anybody's camera doing anything. Like I was saying, subtle invitation. I like how at the beginning it's that Sounds like they're in a restaurant. Yeah, it's very much, you know, sounds like they're at a... Like a cabaret or something. Yeah, you know, really giving you the definition of a chanteuse. (sighs) Come on. Uh, Subtle Invitation is an intrinsic uh, song in my cave life. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shout out to Randy Jackson for uh, producing that one. Oh, he he wrote it. He he wrote it on this album. Yeah. Everybody did good work for the most part. For the most part. But definitely Soul Invitation. It it makes me so happy. I am past the phase of my life where I harp over Love Lost. But if I did, this would be the song I'd do it to. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I agree. The song definitely helped me, uh, you know, during those times of things kind of ending. If she hurts you, she is a devil. Oh, She's scared. not a Christian. <laughs> she's dark side. Can you imagine if she said that in the Adlib? She's a, <laughs> she's dark sided. Do and, and a whistle. Oh man, that would that would have been that would just would have been the end of everything. Demon goggles. <laughs> Cheating, lying. It's all ungodly. <laughs> oh my god, that lady just Oh man. Reality TV at its finest. You couldn't He's write a, that. Can you imagine being in the room during that recording? I was <laughs> No, I couldn't actually. I would have literally just been on the floor. She would have murdered me. Or Get the hell out of my water. house in Jesus' name, I pray. <laughs> Sis. All right. Anyway, back to uh, Turn Resident. My next favorite is definitely the one. And I tweeted this earlier, but I'm just I'm going to say it. So the question is: One, do I really want to trust this feeling? Two, do I want to let it pass me by? Three, do you think it's going to be superficial? Four, could it actually be different this time? I love the lyrics of this song. Listen, and again, just on this song alone, bitches on her fourth flow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, always in the pocket. And then for my last favorite, it's actually a bonus track. Mm. But there goes my heart. Okay, I can't be mad at that. I love that song so much. If you guys don't know it, I suggest you go on the YouTube or wherever and find it. It is such a, a just laid back song. It reminds me of um, well, not remind, uh, not reminds me, but don't you know the song? It's whatever by Aaliyah. Hmm. I think yeah. I think I heard it before. It's whatever, just like the birds dancing in the tree. That's, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yep, yep. All right, those songs give me that same kind of just laid back vibe, kick it with my shorty, you know, like with some tropical ass drinks or some shit. Like, uh, that's what I'm Virgin aspiring drinks. for. That's Virgin what I'm, drinks. I'm, yeah, those, because we're clean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, that's what I... um. That's the kind of mood that I'm in at this current juncture in my life. But that's what I want. Uh, yeah. 
those are my 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 feelings on my songs on that album. How about you though? I'm I'm prepared to be disappointed and heartbroken. Well, you You're didn't break my heart. Bringing all the heartbreak. <laughs> I had a glass of milk, so I'm not even gonna try to do a whistle note tonight. Thank you. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, you definitely did not uh, disappoint me with your least favorites because um, we share one of those in common, and you got I me. may. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Was number one on that list, um, just because it just was so filler to me. We didn't need that kind of vibe. Like we already had that vibe with "Boy, I Need You." Um, it just, yeah, it just, it was just filler to me. You know, I don't, I don't think Mariah Carey makes bad songs. I just think she makes songs that just don't do some. Like she makes songs that just don't really. Like we could do without it. It was not necessary for the album. Um, if at, at the very least, maybe it could have been a bonus track. I could see that. But um, but yeah. So number one is definitely you got me on my uh, least favorite list. Number two, and this might piss off a lot of lambs, and I don't give a damn because I'm here to speak my truth. Um, lullaby. I know. I know. Listen, Lullaby, I don't think Lullaby is bad. Here's what I'll say. And I feel this way about several songs in this album. There are certain songs, certain melodies that don't blend well with the whisper style of singing. To me, I think there are certain songs that should be sung in like a full voice. And I think Lullaby should have been one of those songs. Um, because there's one there, at some point in like the chorus or like later on in the song, it's literally just like a whole bunch of whispers. And it sounds like it's it, it's like worse than like 10 Janet's being on one song. It's like I, I wish I could even do an impression it, at some point. It just sounds like there's like a whole like. <laughs> like it just sounds like that. Can I? just there's just all. There's a lot of whispering and it's a lot of air. It's a lot of a lot of brandy. Um, brandy. You saw them videos. Ooh, um, we don't got time to talk about it. She had an edible. That's that's what I told myself. (laughs) She had an edible. Something wasn't right. That damn tambourine. Uh, (laughs) I was like, "What is she doing? What is her malfunction? Like, what's going on here?" She was trying to get like a cartoon or somebody to parody that performance. She was trying. She, she might get not her care. wish. Like she just like yeah, the backing track is gone. like that's why I said like she had to be high to not give that <laughs> to give that little of a fuck. <laughs> At least just, put the mic to your mouth. <laughs> and when it was up to her mouth, I don't even think the words were being mouthed. Or, I don't know. I couldn't tell. It might have been just off track. Either way, it was bad. But um, so about lullaby. Yeah are you are you are you um are you are you disillusioned? Uh, lullaby is an intrinsic part of my demon dick playlist. <laughs> <laughs> you know I am not here for the demon dick. It references the roof. I mean, it does. It does. I do. I do remember that. Thank you for bringing that up. And it's it's a nice song. Uh, I I do understand. I, I it would have been better in the fuller voice, but I can vibe with the the whispery vocals on it. And I mean, uh, like I said, lambs are probably going to hate me because there are three songs that have a you know a similar vibe to them, and the other two that sound like lullaby just happen to be my favorites. But you know, <laughs> we will get into that after. Um, so my last favorite song, I mean, my least favorite song, and oh God, this this one I know is going to hurt a lot of people because I know it means a lot to everyone, but I've never connected with this song. Um, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. My Saving Grace. Okay, so about My Saving Grace, right? Here's, here's, the, here's the thing with, with me. Certain, because I... I enjoy gospel music sometimes. I didn't grow up with it, but I've, you know, there's a few, there's quite a few songs I've 
I grew up listening to and that I that I enjoy. Um, sometimes there is a lack of song structure with gospel music that doesn't hit my ear right. And I feel like the songs that have that that have that vibe on this album kind of mirror that uh, that style. And I think My Saving Grace is one of them where there's just like little to no structure to it. She's singing her face off on it and that's fine. Um, but I don't I don't connect to the lyrics of that song. Um, I think I consider it more of a vocal performance. I just wish it was the last track on the album. It, yeah, yeah. It should have been the last track on the album. <laughs> Oh man! The placement, like you said, like the 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 track, the song placements on this album are confusing. Yeah, because like I said, it's just these these weird weird shifts in direction. Um, You know, because you have like that kind of traditional R and B, but then you kind of have like the gospel R and B, then you have the hood R and B, and you know, it almost seemed like a a set list for a concert. I can see it, you know. If there were even like though, proper intermissions in between, right? And even though the Charm Bracelet tour didn't really have like, at least to, from what I remember, I don't even think she performed um, any of my favorite songs on that on that out on that tour, except for bringing on the Heartbreak, which I don't even know if she really performed. Did she? Do you know? I have no clue. You know, I came to the Lamley late. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a video of her performing "Bringing on the Heartbreak." Um, maybe I gotta look for it. Maybe she did it once or twice, you know. But it was a single, so um, yeah. It was. So, so those are my three. Um, we're gonna move on okay. into my. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. But I knew I know somebody's gonna somebody's gonna come for me on Twitter, and that's fine because I know a lot of people love Lullaby, and I know a lot of people have a connection to my Saving Grace. I do not, and that's my truth. He's so, not a Christian! <laughs> I became a Christian with Fly Like a Bird. No, I'm only kidding. Don't get mad at me. Um, <laughs> I felt all the spirits were Fly Like a Bird. I was like, oh, I'm going to church this Sunday. I mean, I go, but I'm going to play this in the car and drive by. Mm-mm, my my uh, Christian conversion song was I Wish You Well. Oh, we'll get into that when we when we hit E equals MC squared. That's um, the most I've ever looked at the Bible in my life. Continue. <laughs> All right. So number one on my favorite songs of of, uh, of Charm Bracelet, Irresistible. I love it so much. It's it samples. Vibes. It samples one of my favorite songs. Um, what is it? Uh, you know how we do it by Ice Cube. And that song, Ice Cube song, samples, I think, The Show Is Over by Evelyn Champagne. I love her. Evelyn Champagne, King, whatever you want to call her. Left um, down. Yes. Boy, you make my love come down. Come down. Sorry. And I bet um, you. I'm sorry. <sighs> There's so many songs. But yeah, no. Um... <laughs> Yeah, irresistible in parentheses. West Side Connection. I will say because uh, there's a few, there's quite a few rappers in the, you know, in like the bridge of it. Um, a few of them are unnecessary. It could have just been Ice Cube. Don't come for Dub C like that. I'm, I'm, look, there's, Although I can't just, tell you one Dub C song. <laughs> Wasn't he on the episode of Sister Sister? I f- was he. No, you're nope. You're thinking of somebody else. I think. Ah, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, was it Mark? No, no, no. Oh, you're gonna make. I'm gonna have to look it up. There was a. There was definitely a West Coast rapper in Sister Sister, and I can't remember who it is. But I'm. Pr- I promise you, I'm gonna look it up. Um, in like the next few minutes. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember. Yeah, so Irresistible, I love what she did with the sample. I thought she sounded so dope on it. Um, I love the ad-libs at the end because it just was mad smooth and they kind of made me feel like Mariah should do more West Coast kind of productions. You know, so... um, You had your chance. Well, thank you for going into my second favorite. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, I kind of gave it away earlier when I said that 
you know, Lullaby had kind of the same vibe as my two of my two favorite songs. And, you know, they're all right next to each other on the track listing. Yeah. So you had your chance. Obviously, that samples. Um, what was it? I uh, guess. No, is it a or wants to either way do something freaky to you? That and it also. Oh, wait, no. Is that where the. Is that where the original B came from? Yeah. Oh, wow. With Leon um, See, That's I never. Oh, see, I I feel like I never knew that. I always just thought it was um, nothing but a G thing. Mm-mm. Haywood. All right. I got to do my research then. I want to do something for you too. Yep. That's what it is. I remember because <laughs> I remember uh, tweeting about it when I mm. did that thread of Mariah's samples and stuff. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. But it's um, late and I can't remember names and things right now. And it was Dubsy <laughs> on Sister Sister. They, they were trying to get to the club and I think they were underage. Okay, thank you for reminding me. Or maybe, I mean, I feel like maybe there was another rapper that... Oh, uh, it was a was few. Part of, they, Susan yeah. in the past did that. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember there were so many people on Sister Sister. I think Boys to Men, they went to like a, a concert or they could get into a concert or something. They were supposed um, to be going to see Boys to Men and they got tickets and they went and they got like kind of stranded and then they ended up coming back home to a surprise. It was for their birthday, I think. Yeah, they bought like fake tickets or something. I think, yeah. Some, either but way, but then they ended up getting tickets for their birthday. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> shout out to Tia. Shout out to Tia and Tamara. Um, yeah, so bringing it back, you had your chance. I love the lyrics of it. I love the I just love the vibe. I feel like it should have been it should have been a single. Um I don't know why it wasn't. I don't know why it was never performed when it had like all the, you know, had all the ingredients to be, you know, a potential single, even if it was yeah. gonna chart on the R and B charts. It did. Uh, you and you already know what part of that song I like. The whistle? Yes. Over the sample. Come on. Like uh. who <laughs> uh. oh man i just i just love it it's one of those like breakup anthems and you know what maybe one day maybe in a perfect world she'll give us like a snippet or something of it live but she's never performed it live and i don't know why because to me it's literally it's one of the best songs on the album um also speaking of the whistles that's part of the reason another uh one of the reasons why the one is one of my faves because she goes to fuck off at the end yeah <laughs> i um like i said i'm not gonna try because i had a glass of milk you but well the live that. the live performance of that i think it was like for an mtv special yes or with the, uh, the i forget his name but he always creeped me out but it was a good interview but yeah i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> she killed that performance live and that Damn. that whistle it was completely different than the um, than the studio track, and she just kept going with it. Everybody was just like, "Oh wow, this bitch is crazy!" Let me tell you, the whistle register came out in full force during the Char Bracelet era. Yes, there's the tour videos, um, the band intro video, which I'm about to send Huey right now because I totally forgot to. You um, did send it. I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So make sure you check that out um, because <laughs> I sing I sing it all the time. Um, and you know, I think we'll. I'll post it in the. I'll post it on our uh, our Twitter account so the fans can see it as well. Do that. So um, yeah, so that's that. Irresistible. You had your chance. Last but not least, um, and I don't know why I love this song so much. Maybe it's because it was a little bit different than the rest of the album, and it's a little bit different. Um, it's a little bit of a different Mariah Carey cover. Bringing on the heartbreak. Mm. And they did just, that one with uh, live. She did live instrumentation on this album for a few songs. I'm pretty sure she did it with Southern Invitation, but I think she did it too with Bringing On the Heartbreak. I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, I definitely hear the um the, in- the live instrumentation on Southern Invitation, and I never knew of the original Bringing On the Heartbreak. Um. Yeah, which I think is technically called Bringing on the Heartache. Or, or no. I think she called it Bringing on the Heartache at one point. And they were like, oh, what is it? The Heartache? The Heartbreak? Um, 
I'm hurt, bitch. Either way. <laughs> Fuck. Semantics. Exactly. Hurt heart. Um, but yeah, no, I thought she did a good job of it. Because I remember hearing the original afterwards and thinking like, okay, it's not bad. Um, but I think Mariah Carey did a good job of making it her own. Um, but still kind of going off in like a rock, in a rock, uh, I guess you could say in a rock style way or, you know, yeah. rock star way. Um, that whistle at the end was like, damn, like. I remember the video, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dave Navarro's in it. Dave Navarro. He was in, uh, he was in that, he was in that band. He was married to Carmen Electra. Yes. Um, I could be wrong if, if the name, I could fuck up the name, but, um, yeah. You know it what was, did you ever watch Fat Actress? With, uh, Kirstie Alley? Yes. I knew of it. I feel like I saw an episode maybe once or twice hot ass mess but i feel like that's why i like that's the first thing that came to my mind when you said dave navarro i feel like he was on the episode and i do remember carmen Electra being on the episode so i think he was on there too <laughs> that show was a hot ass mess it was funny as hell to me at least oh really i i gotta i gotta check it out i mean i don't think it's on any streaming services because i haven't heard about it in such a long time it might be on something maybe but uh, yeah, bringing on the heartbreak. Um, it's I feel like I I like Mariah doing covers. I like her doing like rock stuff because uh, she can really kind of just go off at the end. Um, I like the way she sounds with a guitar. She did a good job. This one song that I want to give an honorable mention to. Where are we going with this? Why'd you do that? Huh? Why'd you do that? Do what? That sigh, that exhale. It was. It was. It. it I. I can't even explain it. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> because I have my ear things on, so I thought it sounded like lower than what it did. <laughs> but no. Um. I gotta break it to you, delicately, dummy. Taking my G five twenty minutes wasn't nothing. But I guess you wouldn't know. It's just the way I wrote. Consequently, not like I can't even do that because she just goes so fucking fast. But clown is. <laughs> she was on her Destiny's Child <laughs> on that part, and she had time. Yeah, time. <sighs> and I gotta break it to you, delicately dummy. Just takes me out every time. <laughs> <laughs> She this obviously if if anybody is aware of the beat stupid <laughs> Are you this dumb? Was, are you dumb? Um this was the original this was the original response to what was it, Eminem Superman? You ain't no superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I always like the the very end where she's like um and she made sure to perform that song on the tour as well. <laughs> she had time. Yeah. Clown was definitely like, I, Clown wasn't even shade. Clown was just a full read. Exactly. Like, you know, we, we know our queen is, is known for our, her shade, but sometimes she just straight up reads people and Clown is definitely that song. A read. <laughs> Oh, and it man. was funny on that interview that she did with MTV. She was like, when he asked her about Eminem, she, uh, I can't remember what she said, but she's pretty much like, we didn't fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We hung out, and that was it. Eminem was trash for that man. I mean, and that's there. There are so many, so many stupid things that came from that, and in my head, I'm like. I have no reason to not believe Mariah um, at all. Like we, like the world was fully aware of the men that she dated or the men that she was intimate with. Um, she not said, that she was. I can count on less than one hand the amount of people I've been with. You know, in that way, <laughs> I was like, yes, yeah. And she was like, and he ain't one of them. <laughs> you know, and it just—it was just a bad situation. Um, 
And then afterwards we got obsessed. We got more diss tracks and stuff. And for me, I was like, Obsessed she wasn't re- about Eminem. Girl, we're not even going to play that game. Obsessed was... <laughs> lo- she knew exactly what she was doing. That she was, was probably not a- trying to look like him in the video. It was just a coincidence. That was... That was some... Come on. I mean... I feel like every time she denies it, it's just like... If you want to ask me a dumb question, I'm going to give you a dumb answer. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean you know but are you dumb <laughs> i'm sorry we're gonna yeah but we'll get into all that later on in this series um we still got a good two or three more episodes before we get into uh before we get into memoirs at least we might throw some <laughs> other things in there you never know you never know with us, um, but shout out to you know all the other songs that were on the special tour edition of of the album. Like Except I know what you for want. That song when she was just on. No, that song can go away because she she was just. On I know the what you want. Bridge. I'm sorry. I hate when artists put songs on their album, be it a standard or bonus track, where they're a featured artist. Like that bothers me to my core. Like why yeah. are you here? Like why are you here? <laughs> but why is you here? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I get it. Um, but you know that was that was it was a hit. That was it was, was a good but song. She could have kept it where it was. Same thing with the song with the bright. Could have kept it where it was. And I didn't need Bone Crusher on the one remix. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I remember hearing that one and thinking, "Nope, this one just isn't it." <laughs> and that uh, "I Miss You" was cute. The sample was cute, but it sounded empty. Yeah, like I remember. Sound. I remember hearing that on the remixes, and I was just like, "Yeah, this just sounded like it was going to be a good idea. It didn't really sound like the best ex- execution." It, it was. It was missing something. They should have yeah. added something to that. Like some some chords or something, it, <laughs> something something. A little bit but, more um, instrumentation, darling. Something. It, it sounded <laughs> empty. It sounded hollow. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I gotta concept give, was I, great, and I still want her to do some over cream. Yeah, that and that would have fit perfectly on this album. <laughs> uh, listen. Um, wait. So I, I got one question because we didn't really talk about it. Um. How do you feel about Boy, I Need You? I love it. Because to me, I love the song, but I feel like the beat, not to say that it it doesn't sound like it was mastered, but I felt like it didn't go as hard as the original um, Boy. Oh, no, it it definitely didn't. They softened it up some. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, it could have, it could have, you could have. She could have been Mariah on a hard beat. She's been on the hard beats before. The roof. The roof. Uh, fucking, you know, the Heartbreaker remix. Like, come on. Get it, let's, let's get it together. Let's not soften things up just because Mariah wants to sound like a inflated balloon on oh, Boy, no. I Need You. No, Listen. but uh, they did soften it up. I do like that tweet reference, that... Oh, man, I love that. You better shout out Charlene. Oh man, I love that song. I remember. I love I, I, that. I remember, like, what was it when uh, "Oops, Oh My" came out, and I remember thinking, like, "Oh, okay, this is a cute little song." But when "Call Me" came out, I was like, "Oh, this is this is the shit!" Like, I remember hearing that everywhere. Listen, Tweet got me through some things. I what was Southern Hummingbird. Was that the first? Uh, yes, it album? was. And let mm. me tell you how smoking cigarettes pulled me through some heartbreak. <laughs> I was smoking a little clove, the clove cigarette things. Getting over it. the same ex we were talking about earlier. That one, yep. Ooh. Hmm. Wonder if he listens. I don't give a fuck. Um. <laughs> probably not. Um. So we don't keep in touch or contact or anything. So if he does, he didn't find out about it for me. I don't even think he follows me or anything. But um. Okay. Shit, he knew I was smoking too. Shit, he told me to stop. But um, <laughs> like it's your fault. <laughs> but yeah, smoke. 
Newport, Winston, Salem's Marble Lights. <laughs> Smoking out on you got me puffing about a pack of night. Pack of night. And I know it ain't healthy. You got me nervous and trembling. Smoking cigarettes and night. I've never had a cigarette in, in my life. You ain't missing shit. Um, <laughs> no, but that song definitely got me through some shit. And it's another song on that album. Um, I can get caught up when I see you. You're so beautiful. Oh, that is her song. Get caught up. I remember hearing that a long time ago, not knowing who it was. Mm. And it's another song on the tip of my tongue. Um, Always Will. We can be on separate planets, Mars or Venus. I remember she did a song for the Honey soundtrack. Shout out to Tweet, man. I love. I was listening to the Charlene album the other day, and I was just in the place. I was in the (laughs) magic delirium, man. It was. Tweet is an intrinsic part of my musical spirit. You don't understand. So back to Charm Bracelet. Because I could talk about Tweet all night. Uh, any final words? Um, Ryan, I kind of wish you gave us more West Coast vibes, honestly. Um, more West Coast vibes and more jazzy vibes because Subtle Invitation is that bitch. I definitely can vibe with the more jazz. Um, my say something. I mean, not my say something. Jesus. Um, yeah, well, I don't have anything left for Charm Bracelet. I was wrapped up on my thoughts. So we can move into the Say Something. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> my Say Something is so for us poor, unfortunate lambs who, you know, can't come to the tour. You know, a nice DVD would be nice. Uh, you can, an HBO special. Uh, and just show the concert in its entirety. I would appreciate that. I feel like we deserve, especially since you are giving justice to Glitter and doing that live. I do not feel as though it is fair to have us who never gave up on Glitter, you know, to deny us the opportunity to see that. Granted, it won't be live and in person, but being able to see clear footage of that, you know, that segment or the whole show without somebody screaming in their fucking camera like a maniac (laughs) would be nice. Oh, you gotta love the stands. You know, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, you know. uh, Yeah. I hear Netflix is raising their price up, so you might be able to get more money out of them, you know? Okay, all right. My God, cancel that shit right away. <laughs> Somebody was like, it's going up to $15, Beyonce is coming. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, um, if we can get that tour on home video in somehow, some way, shape, or form, I would appreciate it because I would really like to experience that. I am just uh, financially challenged and trying to fund, you know, creative endeavors and pay bills. You know, as we all are, as we all are. And yeah, hopefully somebody in her team listens and decides to just give us tickets. Um, preferably, I want a ticket to uh, the Virginia show and the Connecticut show, but I won't be too picky if you guys just give us one. Look, whatever show you can get my ass in, I will be there. I will help y'all break down equipment after. I will help set <laughs> up. I will run her her water bottle. Like, whatever you, I will work for my ticket now. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Just gotta make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> I'll run to the grocery store or get whatever's on her rider. Like, just let me know. Right. Give me the credit hit, card to get it, but I'll go. Hit us up. You know where to find us. <laughs> I don't believe in getting shit for free. I don't believe in handouts. You know, I'll work for mine. <laughs> but now, what's to say something, bro? Ah, uh, I was gonna say something different, but I think the only thing on my mind right now is um. So, Mariah, homeboy in the yellow and the black stripes in the new cute video. Can you tell his cute ass to call my cute ass, and then we could be 
cute together? You better. Because he just... We're going to fight shiver. for you, Frank. He just shivers my timbers. Yeah, shiver your timber. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's a... Ooh, girl. Oh, frost the cookies. Anyway. Um... <sighs> So that's Charm Bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week when we discuss the remixes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Tell everybody where they can find you, Huey. Oh, man. You can find me. You need to find me in the church, but you're not going <laughs> to find me there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Baby Huey. That's B A E B Y H U E Y. Check me out on uh, uh, Chapter 2, the web series on Amazon Prime. Check me out on Kennedy, the web series on YouTube. Uh, I am currently filming a project, which is And uh, I have something else coming soon um, that I'm excited to jump back into and put back out. Uh, So, yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. Very proud. Very proud. Thank Booked you. Booked and busy. Slightly. Um, and so you know I got a couple changes happening over here too, but we'll yes, wait. Yes, we'll I wait. am changing. <laughs> we will wait until the proper time comes and everybody will be aware and hopefully people will, will be just as excited. But we don't got enough time to go into that today, so you guys can just... Follow me at Frankie Alrivera on Twitter, Instagram, Frankie.L.Rivera, photography, Instagram, underscore box guy, and Snapchat, Frankie.Rivera. Make sure you guys listen to What About Your Friends every week, every Tuesday. There's a brand new episode up, so make sure you go check that out where we discuss all types of nonsense that's happening in the world. And uh, yeah, that's it. Now with that being said, fly away, butterflies. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out.